The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Hunter. What's up, Valentine bitches? That's right. Happy yeah. fucking Valentine's Day. May you get your own personal heart in a box. <laughs> man, can we, like... Man, I wish we could, like, not have copyright issues and I could just play Nirvana over this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, because uh, it's a holiday special tonight on Killer or Filler. We're going to be talking about 1981's My Bloody Valentine versus the 2009 remake, My Bloody Valentine 3D. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm trying to no, not show my cards. Yeah. No, we we're not. We're not. The remake. Yes. We're not showing our cards. That, <laughs> that card particularly was strictly, I think, for, at least for me, revolving around the 3D aspect because, to be fair, to be fair, there are multiple movies that fell just down the dumps because of the 3D bullshit. That's true. In that time period. In that time period. That was the first 3D horror movie yeah. of the new generation of 3D. I'm trying to think what else came out in 3D of that. I don't think there was, was Yeah, they, this, was the, <laughs> this is supposed to be the groundbreaker and they went, uh, no. yeah, alright, we'll put that away. Paramount's like, eh, yeah, okay, not, never mind. I don't know what to say. But, yeah, um, Let's dig right in. I mean, you know, Valentine's Day is coming right around the corner. I hope you've got all that handled, guys, gals, they, you know, wh- you know, whatever. Whoever's significant other, you have that shit handled because if it's important to you, if it's, and that's if it's important to them, right? Like, the wife and I really don't care. I mean, she says that, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, test that. Yeah, go ahead and test that and see if she doesn't care. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Such you better a, buy something, motherfucker. Such a bullshit fucking day. <laughs> I, th- I understand. It's such a bullshit I understand. day. You can communicate that to me. Don't. No, she knows how okay. I feel about it. All right. Like she's of the mind where she's okay getting something, knowing I think it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. That's where they're at. Don't because I'm don't very make vocal. Don't by saying I didn't buy you anything because we both know it's bullshit. Oh, no, no, no. Like I will still buy dinner, you know, or get her something. Around Valentine's Day, even though she 100% understands that I think this is utter shit. So it goes to show that sometimes people will still accept something even though they know it was in, it's like the biggest lie possible. Yep. yep. <laughs> Happy yeah. love day. Yeah, fucking A. <laughs> so what better way to celebrate than blood and murder and gore and guts and... Uh, yeah, look, uh, if, if you're going to have hearts and shit like that, make it a human heart ripped out of a murder victim. There yeah, you go. it's fine. It's perfect. Yeah, there you go. Happy Valentine's Day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know who had that idea? Mr. George Mihalka. Yep. No fucking pronounce his last name. The director of the 1981 film. Now, he's just a director. I don't know if he was the writer as well or slash producer. I don't I don't know all that. But I know who directed it. And we got his vision. We got a well, censored, neutered version of his vision I was going to say real quick, you know, I had actually watched the original, both movies, for the first time earlier this year. Uh, unfortunately, really? I've never seen the original until this year. Not all the way through. Well, 20, I, you mean twenty twenty? No, 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 no. The OG one. I I had seen twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. You didn't watch. So you, when you said this year, you didn't mean twenty twenty. I mean twenty twenty. Sorry. Okay. okay. That's in, the, in the in the past year, I guess. 
but pretty much, I'd seen parts here and there, but, you know, just said fuck it, it was on Shudder, watched it. The only thing that I kind of disappointed by, about, and I didn't realize this at the time, that I was watching the theatrical one. Mm. And it wasn't until I was watching the um, In Search of Darkness documentary where they brought up My Bloody Valentine, and then they're showing all these amazing kill scenes that I didn't see when I watched it. <laughs> and they go, oh yeah, that shit's in the unrated part. And come to find out, the director had some amazing fucking kills. The studio fucking chopped its balls off and fucking brought out this thing that has decent kills, but man, you're missing out if you're yeah. watching, if you're not watching the unrated yeah. version. And we're, and we're talking, in, in, in the length of a kill scene, this is a big deal. We're talking edits that were up to, uh, a total of three minutes was cut from the film. All, strictly of the gore of the death scene, yeah. which a kill only takes like 15 seconds. Where you'll see him grab somebody, yeah. and then they're on the, like, you know, they're dead. Yeah. And you're, so you you're, missed all of the... But it's only like 10 or 15 seconds. So what I'm saying is if you've got three minutes, yeah. that's a lot of gore yeah. that well, got the, cut out. The shower scene specifically mm. is very, in the theatrical cut, very just cut and dry. Boring. He, gra- yeah. he grabs her... And then boyfriend discovers her. You don't yeah. see anything really. Nope. Where in the unrated, which I just watched actually the night before we recorded this, yeah, and that's like two minutes of her struggling. He's killer's choice. How do I kill her? He sees the shower head. You know, it's like fuck it. You know what? That would be funny. And that, but you don't get any of that in the theatrical. Nope. So. so, I will say if you have not watched the original 1981 film. Uh, Lionsgate re-released it in 2009 with about two, two and a quarter minutes of added footage, and Screen Factory re-released it last year, and they have pretty much all the three minutes in it. Yeah, and the director um, actually came comes on on the unrated one and says, mm-hmm. here is pretty much the version of what I wanted everybody to see of my movie. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like, fuck the theatrical one, mm-hmm. thank you for watching my intention. It, well, it fell victim to like so many movies back then, where the MPAA rating and it was it came coming back with an X rating, and I mean they it got submitted twice. Like they cut down, I think it was like a minute and a half or so, submitted it, came back still with an X rating, so they had to cut it down like another minute and a half or so, and then it came back finally with a rated R. That's why when you watch the actual version, it's literally lame as fuck. Yeah, it's lame and as which, fuck. Now even the stuff in the unrated version. You're almost getting to where that stuff's in TV shows. I mean, like, yeah. it's such yeah. a wild change. I remember, but it adds it to where it's almost like a new movie. Oh yeah, it's just that it's that it's like that much is like that the inte- that intensity is just missing. That it's like it's almost like a new film. I remember watching the unrated version of RoboCop, and the whole reason it was unrated is because when they kill Murphy, there's a shot of the hole in his head that you see the camera go through the hole in his head. Mm-hmm. You weren't allowed to show that. You know how many fucking movies and TV shows now? <laughs> you got giant yeah. fucking holes in people's head. They go, check that shit out. All right, hold the camera on it for at least 30 seconds so you can really see it. We're talking about 10-second zoom. But the the thing I do enjoy about that is, though, it's like a movie that uh, probably that you grew up with. Like, I mean, I think... The, I, I, think I, know, I know I saw My Body Valentine before I hit teens. Yeah. Uh, same thing with RoboCop. Is a movie that I've grown up with and love and have a deep-seated, like, nostalgia with. When I get that, it still seems even more important than seeing it, you know, nonchalantly in a, yeah. new, in a new film. Yeah. Because it's like, man, I've watched this movie so many times and, like, oh, there's, there's extras now. 
You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, holy fuck. Oh, dude, the death by the old lady in the laundromat is nowhere near as gory in the theatrical. So much better, and you have an appreciation. I don't know who did the uh, the effects in this. Yeah, I don't but either. Did an amazing job because she is burnt to a crisp, and like, and in the theatrical, I don't, you don't get that at all. You get her falling out, and that's it. But yeah. the, what you don't get is in the un, in the uh, unrated clip is the pan out of her of the try her running with half her yeah. body, and you see some saggy old burnt lady tits, and like it's graphic, and she's yeah. just literally going in circles. And then it finally stops. And we, it's just fucking horrifying. So we'll do just a quick, like... The, I mean, like, because a lot of the OG stuff, I think I'm just going to... We can just uh, it's a talk about basic, the difference, well, really. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty basic kind of plot setup, except for they do kind of set you up where you find out that, you know, it takes place in a mining town. You find out that 20 years prior that there was a, a, a leak because these two supervisors fucking... Walked out of the mine before verifying everything. Motherfuckers died. One of the miners that survived lost his fucking mind. And then a year after the accident, kills all the the supervisors that so, were responsible. Th- yeah. So yeah. basically, they, the, the town name in the original is Valentine's Bluff. And they have a Valentine, this huge Valentine's dance every year. Well, the supervisors were ready to get to the dance. The miners are still down there. They forgot to relieve the methane lines. Whoops. And well, check the levels yeah. and then relieve the lines. So methane build up. You hit rock with a pickaxe. Yeah. Not to mention that you have electric static lights and <laughs> on their All on their hard hats. And yeah, big old explosion. So douche nozzle supervisors. Fuck them. And then well, they, it seems like they still had the dance the next year. No. They, okay. No. So basically, did they? Because when he what goes had in to kill people. Was, uh, Harry Warden was the only survivor, and he had to resort to cannibalism because he was in the mine for so long. Yep. So he ate Which all is a his great fellow shot, workers. By the way, when they yeah. find him with the spotlight, he's chowing down on a yeah. fucking arm. Yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> and then he got uh, put in a mental institution for a year, and a year later, no, no, they couldn't find. He, he couldn't find him. He yeah. ran. He like after he got released, he like ran off, and they couldn't yeah. find him. Well, a year later, he comes back and he kills the two supervisors, and then he gets caught there and gets put in a mental institution, and then twenty years later. Yeah, when we're, the, town, the town decides, okay, you know what, we, we're going to hold off on for a little while. How about the Valentine's Day dance? It's been 20 years, it's fine. Yeah, you know? so 20 years, and like, it's been long enough, right? People love their fucking Valentine's dance, which again, it's a small town. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. the teenagers need something, like they need a reason to fuck. They can't just fuck, they need to get drunk, go to a dance, and then fuck. So it's like, you know, here you go. And so this that that now the town is embracing it, fucking hearts everywhere everybody's prepping for it the the mayor's a little the mayor and the sheriff they're a little sketchy but they're like yeah things should be all right until the sheriff or is it the mayor the, oh, i was the sheriff okay gets a you know box of chocolate or what he thought was opens it up nope that's a fucking human heart and it's like yeah you, you fucked up you're gonna have the dance there's gonna be some victims so yeah because that was that that heart was from the first kill, right? The blonde in the mine. Yeah, yeah. The weird where yeah, you, yeah when you first cut to it is there. Wa- these two miners are walking through, um, and one of them's a chick. Takes her mask off, shows her tits, and the she tries to pull the mask off of the other miner, but he's like, nah, fuck that. She's got a little heart next to one of her tits, and he's like, uh, you know what? You're gonna have to die and fucking 
takes his pickaxe and stabs it on the wall next to her and then slams her through it. He does that before he starts making out with her, so it's already there and it's forgotten about. Yeah. This, you know, it just which was actually one of the unrated scenes because in the original it takes just, a long time to get through. Yeah, it, in the original kind of one awesome. it just pushes through. You don't see a close up; you see her face. Yeah. And that's it. And then the title screen in the unrated, you see it sl- like take forever to get through, and then you see a close up of it breaking through. Yeah. And then yeah, so there's just like a lot of stuff. Now, I do want to kind of. We're going to kind of take it a little differently and kind of go through both at the same, in the same pace with what where the story's oh, at. Man. We've got 09's, 2009's My Bloody Valentine 3D, directed by Patrick Lussier, or Lussier, how the fuck you pronounce his last name, who, the only thing I could think of that he directed was, uh, he directed all three of the 2000 Dracula movies. Woohoo! All right. With uh, Gerard Butler as Dracula. Yeah. In the first one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, come on, I've man. actually seen one of the other movies he has as a credit on here. Um, it's which, Trick. Trick, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Trick. And he also does, uh, but he also does season one, episode two of In the Dark, Flesh and Blood. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Which Thanksgiving little, one. Yeah. A little weird. Yeah. Because, you know. One yeah. of the ones I don't like. Anyhow. Uh, oh, oh, that's going to be a fun one. <laughs> we're going we're to have to tackle that one. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so the, the name of the town in this one is Harmony. Versus Valentine's Bluff. Uh, and the is. big difference in this is we've got, apparently, like I said, this was the year of the CW uh, Supernatural splits because Jared, Padala- uh, Jared Padalecki did 09 remake of Friday the 13th and Jensen Ackles did the 09 remake of My Bloody Valentine. I'm going to say Padalecki made uh, kind of one on that respect, but that's not giving him much props. Yeah. As far as franchises to remake, right? I mean... But if you had to read, if, if you had to be in one of these remakes, which one would you rather be in? Honestly, if you had to pick, yeah, I was gonna say, I guess Jason. Come yeah, on, dude, I mean, it's gotta be Jason. Yeah, someone got the shorter straw. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Jensen Eccles plays uh, Tom Hanniger. So, which in the original is the sheriff is Hanniger, sheriff, sheriff Hanniger. Yeah, and uh, now they changed the name to where it's the Hanniger Mines, and uh. his father owns the mine. He's working in the mine. Harry Warden actually warns him to bleed off the methane lines. Uh, he doesn't. There's an explosion, so it's technically his fault, not the supervisor's. Right. And then Harry Warden goes into a coma again and breaks out of the hospital and goes back into the mine after he kills the, a bunch of people at the hospital. Yeah, he kills a fuck ton of people a in the fuck mine. A ton yeah. of people That's, in the hospital. Yeah, with, he killed yeah, like in the hospital. Tw- 12 people in the hospital. Yeah, no, more than that. In like the OG, 20s. he kills like two people, the two supervisors. In this remake, he kills. Almost everybody in the hospital. He yeah. just fucking wants blood. He goes through it. Yeah, they ends up in the hospital. Then, then like a bunch of teens uh, are partying at the mine. Jensen Echo shows up. He hasn't now. He's kind of been distant because he's the reason the mine yeah. exploded. He's a little upset about you know yeah. responsible for people dying. Yeah. Exactly. They can get and to then, you a little bit. Well, Warden shows up, kills a bunch of his friends except for like three, and comes at him. And then we get the greatest cameo of all. We got old Tom Atkins. God, man. It's like the saving grace of this film. I guess, but it kills me he's in this movie. <laughs> you got no, Tom, Tom Atkins. No, Tom, please. And he shoots Harry Warden. Warden runs away without killing Jensen Eccles' character. But poor Jensen Eccles is now traumatized, and you can see it in his face. So this kind of brings us up equal to par. Now, the original one doesn't, the story doesn't build much more after that. We talked about Mabel's death. Poor old Mabel. Poor Mabel. Um,. And then it's just like, then it really goes into, the 81 kind of goes true slasher form where it's just like, 
when you see the unrated version, you see true creative uh, deaths. Yeah, you, get, creative you deaths. get the the you know really bummer um, bartender who every scene prior to his death keeps telling people that they're fucking up having mm-hmm. the dance. Mm-hmm. Like literally, not just one time when they're in the bar. Every time they're in the bar, he's like, you know, that this dance is gonna be it's gonna be terrible. It's the death of the town. And then they cut to it. But as as angry as he is, he decides he wants to prank them. So in the original, he sets up a minor outfit with a pickaxe that when you open the door, it's supposed to look like it's lunging towards you. Thinks that's going to be fucking hilarious. So he's warning people, but he also, you know, wants to scare the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. But yeah, that comes back to backfire because he opens the door a couple times to make sure it works. It does. And then he's like, wait, let me check one last time. And that last time, oh yeah, good, he said, oh wait, no, this isn't my prop. This is actual motherfucker with pickaxe. Through the fucking chin, eyeball out. Out the eye. Yes. And they replicated, they tried to replicate that kill with Tom Atkins through the bottom of the skull, rips his jaw out, but then we get a nice awesome 3D scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What could have been a great death, as Tom Atkins is worthy of. Yeah. It's, oh boy. There's... (laughs) The OG, it's you assume that it's one character, and then they build it up to where you find out at the end that there's a twist. But it's not relying on that twist. It's just you assume it's uh, what's his name, the original killer. Um, Harry Warden. Yeah, because they never found him. Yeah, because they never found him. But you come to find out, well, he was in the mental institution. And people just assume he escaped. He broke He's out. Dead. Yeah. You get to the end, you find out, no, it's not him. It's somebody else, copycat wise, who was traumatized by his original killing. Mm-hmm. So this one Yeah, so the the 81 remake basically the the main one of the main characters Axel is uh was one of the sons of the supervisors and when Harry Warden broke into the house when he was when he went on his rampage a year after the incident to kill the supervisors, he watched Harry Warden kill his father. Yep. And he, that fucked him up. Kind of traumatized him. Yeah. So he in turn when he when they bring the dance back is like, "Oh, but what I like about the original is they set up where you almost suspect TJ, who's the one that comes back to town, left town, comes back. He's all, he sometimes a little sus- suspicious, you know, doesn't want to hang out with everybody all the time. And they kind of go, hey, look at this guy, look at this guy. Because throughout the movie, Axel is like, you know, powdering around. Fucking... Yeah, he's like, all right, he's got a fucking girlfriend, like everything's okay. Not knowing, uh, there's something a little loose up there. Versus the remake. It shows you the trauma he went through, not as young of an age as Axel did. He's like a fucking adult, but it fucked him up enough where, you know, they're constantly pointing at him as being the killer. Yeah. And they try to throw in a twist with it being the sheriff because there's a love interest thing there. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. With, uh, what, what the fuck's her name? Uh, yeah, whatever her name is. Um, and then it ends up being... Jamie J- King. Jamie King, yeah. Yeah. Then it ends up being... Fucking him, <laughs> Jensen Eccles. You're yeah. like, what the fuck? I know because this whole movie, it, it doesn't know what to do with him, and at some point, it's like, God, he is just getting the, the short end of this because everybody thinks, you know, he he's an asshole for leaving, and when he comes know, back, he's he an asshole. He's and they're like, people. Oh, he's an asshole, and they're like, and and the main sheriff is like, I know he's the one murdering. It. So you're like, okay, they're gonna work up where at the end, no, it's somebody else. Nope, nope, they. 
they were just like, no, it actually is him. The sheriff was right. And even though we painted the sheriff as the asshole through most of this movie. Well, he, he was an asshole. He was an asshole. He was an asshole. But you expect like giant the asshole, asshole to be wrong, you know? <laughs> not you right. the asshole to be like, <laughs> see, he's the one that go, actually, dude, you were like targeting this motherfucker while this other guy was killing people because you were centered in on the, the quote, quote, main suspect. Yeah. So it kind of sucks that the main suspect is actually the fucking main, murderer. Main. Yeah. There was zero twist. Yeah, and, and 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 what's fucked up too is like you look at the original one and Axel like by the end and he's like escape when the mind collapses towards at the end of eighty of the eighty one film and you know they're kind of like digging through trying to get to him you see him like he unpinned his arm which is like been he you know he cut it off yeah he in, cut the off unrated, his, in the unrated he cut it off he cut off his fucking arm yes. so he's running through the mind gushing blood out of his arm giggling saying like will you be my Valentine I mean he's just fucking awesome. gone yeah so he intentionally. Like, you just, the whole time, uh, especially once you find out at the end, it's like he was intentionally and completely okay with murdering all these people. Yeah. In the remake, it's like, when they do the re- reveal, it's like this trauma thing. Every it's a, time, it's, he gets triggered every time he goes into yeah. it. It's like this, it's, a it's like a schizophrenia thing where yeah. he, but it, what's weird is, is that when he looks back, once they reveal, he is actually the fucking killer. Then they, they flash back and there's a scene where he lo- gets locked in a cage by what he thought at the time was, you know, the main killer. And then he sees the killer go over and kill people while he's trapped in the cage. Then eventually people show up and let him out of the cage. Mm -hmm. But what you're to believe is, is that this is where he's split personality, where his personality put the regular him in the cage while the other part of him murdered people. And then took all of his minor gear off and then put himself in the cage and then right before people showed up and you're locked like, it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> all right. Ugh. Like I saw myself do I I didn't think about it at the time. I thought it was weird. But now it's like, yeah, okay. But we don't see that till after and they keep over showing all that shit now. Like, Everything. Remember Him. when you saw the killer here, but he was here? He wasn't actually here. Yeah. yeah. He was the killer. Like, you're like I don't fucking Even down care. to like, you know, where the old people and the, 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 the runners of the town took him to where they actually killed him in the, in the 09 remake. Cause yeah. they, like Tom Atkins and a couple of the other founders actually, after they scared him away from Jensen Eccles' character, Tom, uh, you know, when That's he, right. when he, he escapes, the he, ru- and- he runs into the, and there's an escape hatch in the woods and they, they waited for him there and they fucking killed him. They took him to the burial spot and nothing's there. Of course, they got to show, like it's not, Fucking cookie cutter. Of course, they got to show him pulling the fucking gear out. Yeah. And then, uh, but they, uh, they go through every kill. I know. They go through every kill. And you know what kill was hilarious? Was the trucker banging out that one chick, and she's runs Holy out shit. butt-ass naked, That dude. was amazing. That was hilarious. I will give you that. That, that was, was fucking fu- funny. Yes. That, I was dying. That is the best part of the movie, is naked chick fucking... In heels. Yeah. In running heels. out to fucking beat the shit out of the trucker that stiffed her. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then fighting naked before she's murdered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, she was fucking hot. Whammy. Whammy. Yeah. Whammy. Yeah. Swing. Yeah. Swing, swing. So um, you can watch, a pro, uh, what, two to three minutes of the roughly, remake? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. We haven't had time you know, yet. You no, know, so the dude that, uh, so Axel is the sheriff in this, actually. Yep. 
So that's who act, that actually is the sheriff. That's the name ah, of the character. See, yeah. see, we're all thinking because of it being. Oh, fuck you. I'm fuck not, you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. See the Axel Have you seen the original one? See, you know, yeah. Axel's the killer. So yeah, we're gonna get you there. Yeah, fuck off. Anyway, yeah, but you know how they were <laughs> friends back in the day, but now they fucking hate each other. Like, well, that's not how the original happened. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a twist. It's a twist. So he the, locked himself in the cage. Oh, <laughs> fuck this movie. <laughs> so, so. Uh, the the woman who played the dude he was cheating on his wife with, which why would you cheat on that? By the That's way, That's right. Come on, man. On top of everything else, he's also cheating on his wife. Exceptionally beautiful. And then hot wife. hold on, he's blatantly like we get introduced to him fucking this other chick, and then we see that he's married to Jamie King's character, right? Mm-hmm. But literally, Jamie King's character is like. Oh, I talked to Tom. He's back in town, and the sheriff's like, "Are you fucking cheating on me?" And I'm like, "You know, your your dick has been in somebody else twelve well, hours that, earlier." They always say that's the number one tell of a cheater is if they're overly yeah, but it's like know. comically jealous. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying, it's like he's that hardcore, and it's like, okay, well, we know you were fucking other people. It's it's just it's pointless. He can be jealous and like suspicious of Tom. Without us seeing that he puts his dick in somebody else, all right? Yeah. Like, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Fair, but that <laughs> it's gir- unnecessary. The girl that was putting his dick in, um, I was like, man, she looks familiar. She and I know her because I watched the uh, television series Blacklist with Jane Spader. Right. She is the second most like most seen character on that show outside of Jane Spader. She plays Elizabeth Keene, which works hand in hand with. Jane Spader's character on the show. I'm like, oh, that's really? where I know her from. Yeah. Yeah, I had really seen her. I'll have to research her a little bit. That's it. That's, that's, that's literally all I got. But she also plays the kind of ditzy blonde in this. Like, not a lot of substance to her character at all. She's just teenage. Yeah, she's just... Really, like, she is. Yeah, I got, I got a vagina. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, she starts to tell her in the in the grocery store where it's like, but he's right. not that. It's like... And, like, this oh, yeah, girl was, like, giggling how, of... like, Axel got her pregnant. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, he cheated on his wife with you. He get, you're, you, like, didn't make him use protection. And, and B, not making him sense, didn't use birth control. So now you're pregnant thinking you were going to land him. That, and then that he might not just do the same thing to you. Like, what the yeah, fuck is yeah. wrong with you? It's Come on. And we're thinking way more than we need to about this movie. No, because we're thinking like logical humans. I know, but you know... Okay? Logical humans. How much does any of that have anything to do with the plot? Actually, a lot. Because that comes up later. It does When she gets killed and how Axel responds and, oh, that was... He was so heartbroken. She's like, I'm not blind. We're not watching it for this, like, integral plot. added unnecessary bullshit that made the movie, like, more than 90 minutes long. Exactly. Yeah, And that's what I'm saying is, is that... You're you're remaking the original. The original there was a little bit of a love triangle between Axel a little and T- bit. It TJ was so small. because it, was TJ, a, it ended in a fist fight though. Yeah, they had a fist fight and that was pretty much it. And it's like we drink some beers, we hug it out, then we're done. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I mean, this took the the original took place in Canada. I don't think Canadians talk like that. I thought it took place in like Pennsylvania or something. That's so. the remake. The original took place in Valentine's Bluff, which was in Canada. Really? Yep. That's uh, yeah. For some reason, I just assumed it. it took the remake place in, is Pennsylvania. Okay. So, whatever. Just, eh. Yeah. Eh. All right. Eh. All right, eh. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't fight then. That, so it's, yeah, it's, it's misrepresentation like, oh. of Canada. Uh, you know what, you say fights. that, but I did not remember seeing, like, beers in everybody's hand throughout the entire movie. Every 80s Canada movie, you need to have two-fisting the entire time. I'm calling <laughs> shenanigans on that shit, all right? We got a murder, eh? 
The heart's out. Eh? So the deaths in the 09, like we already talked about the 81's deaths being very creative. The 09's were just, I mean, the gore, they were just, they relied on gore, and honestly, over half of them were the same thing. Yeah. There's pickaxe. The best deaths was probably the hospital deaths at the beginning. Yeah, that was it. There you go. Yeah. But every other death was like pickaxe, pickaxe, Yeah, it was not really anything new. It It was nothing creative. Like the original one, we've got... Fucking, well, we are talking about the shower scene. We talked about the dryer scene. They did remake the dryer scene in the remake. And it, the practical effects on that were good. Okay, I do kind remember of remember that? that. Yeah, so. practical effects were good on that. But uh, then you've got the, the the heart and the boiling hot dog. That's right. And then you've got the dude's face in the unrated version in the boiling water. Yeah, that was awesome. Right? And like you said, we already talked about the dude who was the drunk who set up the spoof. But like... The chick who got put oh. on the shower head ran into him first before... The dude that gets hung mm-hmm. and his head comes right, right off. off. Pop, pop well, off. in the original, that didn't happen. Because like, they were trying to escape the mines. Yeah, well, they show him come down and then you see his body, but they don't show the rope fucking snap, snap and his head neck. come off. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was like some Night of the Demons remake shit right Seriously. They, they did that Night of the Demons. That was right, yeah. So, I mean, these deaths were just creative and fun and just awesome. Everything you'd want in a slasher movie. Really, yeah. as far as slasher kills go, it was great. Yeah. It was a great fucking slasher kills. I would strongly just say, you're going to watch, you know, you got your loved one, you're like, hey, honey, let's watch the Valentine's movie. Oh, I'm watching that this next week, yeah. this weekend. Watch yeah. the unrated original My Bloody Valentine. If you can't get access to that, find something else. Don't watch the remake because you're you're not going to get laid if, if that's the case. You're yeah. going to get punished because you just made your, you know... Significant other watch a, a piece of shit movie. So, yeah. yeah. So stay yeah. away from the remake if you want to get laid on Times Day. I don't know how to put it. I'll say, like, I love the original one so much that I'll rewatch it within, like, three weeks of each other. Yeah. It's just, you know, and I, as a kid, I watched the original one. I didn't know I was missing all the gore stuff. And I'm like, oh, wait. Wow, this movie got even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The I, can't you haven't, I still can't believe you haven't seen the 81 until last year. Yeah. I'm just your... No, I mean it's, it's just yeah, it's one of those where I I it was on TV a couple of times and I never caught it from the beginning, so I had seen some of it and I had kind of an idea of it, but it wasn't until last year where I sat down start to finish because again it was on you know the best streaming site possible, Shutter, you know sponsorship, um, and uh, <laughs> it's but but seriously like once Shutter had it on there I was like all right well now I have quick access to it it'd probably been on other stuff I had you know other streaming or on cable. But right there it was they just added it. I said, okay, let me knock this bitch out. Mm-hmm. And so. yeah, I feel like it. I, you know, and but now actually thinking about it and hearing you talk about it, it kind of makes sense. I feel like it was. I mean, it was eighty one. It was far enough into the slasher craze because Friday Thirteenth came out in nineteen eighty. It's it's the I'd same say, Paramount like released eighty one. Tier like three of the slasher yeah. genre. You know, they're got, worse. Yeah. They're they're also better. Well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, your Friday Thirteenth and your Halloweens, your Tier One, and then your Tier Twos are stuff you know below my bloody Valentine. So um, I'm drawing like exactly what they would be right now. But you know, some of your other slashers. So I mean, we, I mean, we almost slashed that area. We got like Summer Party Massacre, like Slaughter High, Prom Night, like yeah. movies like you know that whole. Let's just you say know. my bloody Valentine's fun, but they never went. You know what? Let's make eight other sequels of this. So, Thankfully. Yeah. Jesus. And you know, uh, another thing that the fucking remake didn't have that the 81 OG had was its own song. 
Yes. <laughs> His own song. Fucking A. Called The Ballad of Harry Warden. It's great. It's this fun little acoustic picking song. Yeah. It's so <laughs> weird because you get... It's creepy. It adds the, to it. But it at, the very, to yeah, it. at the very end, you get Axel and his fucking... He chops off his own arm and he's laughing and oh, and runs off. And then this like acoustic thing comes on, but it's like, and now we're going to see you in nice Written by little, Simon and Garfunkel shit, yeah, right? Yeah, like, we're going to see Fucking Puff nice the Magic song. Dragon. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and he killed them with his... You know, and it's just like, God damn... <laughs> But it's so soothing. Like, you could just, like, all right, I'm going to put the child down to sleep. I'm going to play this, the ballad of Harry like, Warden. <laughs> it's so weird and amazing. I love it. I love it. You're right, because you get you just got done watching this, and you're like, what the fuck? And then it's like, do-do-do. It's like Sound of Silence starts playing. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he rips out the hearts. And he, you know, yeah. like, it's <laughs> it's so soothing, though. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, same thing with uh, Mad Men. Have you seen Mad Men? Mad Men Mars? Yeah. That's yeah, okay. if not, that's another gem that we need to watch you. But there's this own song written for that movie too. <laughs> and it just reminds it like I I saw Man Man I saw Man Man after the fact later on in life and I'm like it reminded me of my boy Valentine because it had its own acoustic yeah. theme song written for it. It's fucking we want awesome. Something, but we don't want to scare people. Make it as inviting as possible. Enough. Yeah. Scared him enough. <laughs> so yeah. Alright. If you haven't figured it out by now, uh Alright, I, I do want to say one thing. I do want to say one thing. The added story bullshit, a lot of remakes have, have fallen to that. For me, it wasn't enough to make me hate the movie. Honestly, where this movie fell for me is the kills that it did have that could have been awesome. A lot of them were fucked up because they tried to make the kills 3D and all the unnecessary added 3D bullshit. Fuck you and your 3D shit. I, I almost forgot about that time period in cinema. Uh, where they try to make everything 3D. Yep. And, and I'm not talking about like Marvel movies where they actually do a good job with it. I'm talking about like just throw 3D at it. So right? it feels like it's a filler, but it's not like you're not going to shit on this completely. No, I'm, I'm not going to shit on it completely. It is a filler. Don't get me wrong. I have zero reason to rewatch this movie ever again. But at the same time, I would say at least watch it and get your own opinion on it because it, like if you watch this one first, you probably would like it. Not all remakes I could say that about. We've 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 talked about some where they're just shit. Like if you, if somebody watches from the first for the first the remake the first time, they probably wouldn't want to watch the original one because the remake was so bad. Well, but I'll say this: the split personality thing pisses me the fuck off. And then we go back to all the lame fucking kills, but through the perspective of him watching himself making the kills, that fucking pissed me off. I'll give you naked chick beating up a trucker, amazing. The mm. kills at the very beginning of the hospital, all right, fun. Um, Tom Atkins. I will always support no matter, any movie he's in. He's in it for a period of time, so I will support that. But the rest of the movie, the kills are, like you're saying, lame. I, again, I hate... Not lame. They were just... I mean, they were lazy. They, they, they were lazy, lazy. and then, then, then when they weren't being lazy, they were just gore-infested, not creative. Yeah, and then again, this for me, the split personality bullshit. You, you have this whole angle where you have the sheriff, Axel, who is fucking like, I know it's him, I know it's him. And it's him. And you're just like, okay, wow. All so right. that did piss me off because I hadn't watched just, this just movie. Just a little effort. I, I mean. watched it specifically for this episode. I hadn't watched it since like roughly around the time it came out. So we're looking at 11 years ago. Yeah. And I forgot. And I was like, wait a minute. Is it the sheriff? What the fuck? And then I'm thinking the whole time like when she makes him wreck and he gets out, like he's actually trying to help her. It's like, you need to see this. And like, and then I'm like, oh. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. So for me, it's, uh, it's, it's, me. it's a big filler. Look, I've, I've seen worse fucking remakes, 
but yeah, I, I see no reason to ever fucking watch this the remake again. And that's what I said. To me, it is 100% a filler. I will never rewatch this movie. But I would not say that other people shouldn't watch it if they are curious. Like, there are remakes where I've said, don't ever <laughs> yeah. look at this movie. Hello. Don't look at the Hello. cover. Hello, The Fog. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at the cover. Some people might like the added bullshit. I gave three. Some people might like the schizophrenic part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I gave three things of why to check it out, you know. Yeah. Tits, and those are all justifiable things. Tits, a good kill scene, and Tom Atkins, you know. There's, so. I mean, there's a, there, like I said, we got, like, well, we actually named like three good kill scenes. So. Yeah. But for the best part, look, stick with the OG, unrated version if you can. Oh, and you remember that dumb thing they were trying to do when he was, when he wasn't in the minor gear, but he was bashing all the lights out and it flashed to him in the minor gear? I don't. I, why do we keep talking? Every about time that? he hit the light, yes, it flashed yes. to again. Him the split personality <laughs> reminder over and over again. Oh, but no, they got to drive it home when he's sitting there like, "Kill him, Harry, he's right there." And they're like, "Wait, nobody, nobody's there." Yeah, nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's a good thing he had supernatural to kill uh, back on. Oh yeah. Jesus. No, I just he took a shitty role. Oh, and don't forget Harry Warren. We just see him cut his own fucking arm off as hardcore as you can fucking get, and he runs off into the mines. Yep. Further. This bitch fucking, fucking kills one of the rest of you guys, puts on his gear, and walks out of the mine, and that's the end of the movie. Oh, man. What, you, you know, I forgot about that. Ooh. <laughs> he'll be back again in the sequel. That never will happen. Yeah, because the movie yeah. got shit. Exactly. It got shit on. <laughs> again, I'm, I'm not saying it's a good movie. I, it's a filler. Like, again, this is the second time I watched it. I strictly rewatched it for this. Last time. <laughs> I will never watch this again, but I get why if you wanted to... Okay, there's things in life I don't understand. People do things I don't get it. Yeah, and this if if you watch it and enjoy it, it's probably one of them. Like if you watch it and think it's better than the original, okay, like sure I don't understand hey, it. Some people don't like to see stuff from the '80s, so maybe to them they can't watch the original. They had to watch. Spoon that is, that is the thing, we're, and we're getting we're getting to a, a state in uh, 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 audio visual entertainment that people don't want to see anything with. Reminiscence of grain or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a true thing. That is yeah. real. That is real. You're like, I'd like to watch it, but it looks too old, so I'm gonna watch the shitty new version. But I feel like that's the same people. That's the same thing as people in the '80s saying like, I don't want to watch Universal Monsters. Yeah, it's like the same age gap: '80s, '30s, 50 years, '80s, 2021, 40 but years look, old. There's a way to do it. I, this is. I know this isn't in the horror genre, but there's a movie that came out in the early '80s called Road Warrior. That's fucking amazing. That director went on to make Mad Max Fury Road, which is also fucking, fucking amazing. amazing. And guess what? New technology, but guess what? Still hey, fucking he badass. Did the, he did the first one, too. I understand. I know you're using Road Warrior, but fuck you. Mad Max is a good movie. Fuck you. It's, it's a, a good, good fucking movie. movie. It's a good Road, movie. Road Warrior is a fucking masterpiece. Right? Yes, but Mad Max. You no, know, it's a good movie. It's still a good yeah. movie. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just referring to Road Warrior came out in the early 80s. Yes. And we're talking about Fury Road that came out, what, three years ago, four years ago? Uh, it was like 2013, dude. God, God damn. Shit's 2014. It was, yeah. it was somewhere around there. Seven, Anyhow, it's still... It looked, you know what? It came out after fucking My, uh, my Bloody Valentine yes, remake. true. I'll give you that. Oh, but yeah, still but a fucking movie. But my point is just, you can do it. You yeah. can do, sometimes, take the concept and do an updated version and stay with that trend but not well, this we, movie. we've already talked about that we've talked about Dawn of the Dead we've talked about the Evil Dead remake countless times those are like staples if like look any director fucks if you want to do a fucking remake if you feel it is necessary which it really never is to do it do that yeah 
do that. <laughs> like, just, just no, no conversation. Just do that. There's no need to talk anymore about it. Just do that. <laughs> Don't do what the fog did, what this did. Yeah. So I, I actually, uh, before we go, I do want to tie into our last killer filler. We were talking about the fog and we were like, oh, this is an ultimate filler. And I'm like, I was like, I don't think we've ever had that before. We did. Nightmare on Elm Street was the, was the first ultimate filler. All right. There you go. That's the yeah. first one that we completely obliterated. And I'll, I'll throw this out there. I would rather watch Nightmare on Elm Street than, than the, the fog. fog. Yeah. I got to say, at least the kills are somewhat fun. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street because so it's rated R. Whatever ranking Nightmare on Elm Street remake had, it it, it got dethroned because yeah. I'd never have to watch. So the that's fog. what I'm saying. The fog yeah. it became the ultimate filler, taking the crown from Nightmare on Elm Street because I couldn't <laughs> remember if we had had an ultimate filler yet. We did. Yep. That was it. So this is not an ultimate filler. It's a filler done the same. Hit us up lowdownbrown.gy@gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed the remake. If you've seen the original, then I want an explanation why. If you haven't seen it, please watch the original. Then tell me what you feel. Uh, we, but we definitely want the feedback. We just we just want to hear opinions. You know, we we could bring it up on the episode. We've got response from things. You know, we would we'd love to do that. We could do a quick you know Instagram live, Facebook live response to yeah things people have sent us, and you know we want the feedback, so we're willing to do feedback on the feedback. And uh, as always, hit up jrpodcast.com. All the shows on the network. There's a flavor for everybody. We got tons of stuff. Go check it out. Links to our merch, our Amazon links, all that stuff is on gypodcast.com. And until we talk to you again, stay safe. studios that keep rehashing the same things only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse join mike the hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots remakes and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite tv and film properties ideas like a john waters he-man movie fantastic for the musical and aliens done entirely with marionettes what podcast would bring this evil upon the world this is smack my pitch up available anywhere you get your podcasts My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.